what's up? Welcome to the On My Heart podcast. My name is Scarlett, and I have always loved talking to people and hearing their stories of how God has worked in their lives. Having this podcast is just my way I can share these testimonies with you and yours. Thank you all for being a part of this journey with me. It truly means so much. Please enjoy today's testimony. Welcome back to another episode. I have a special guest with me today. I have my brother Luke, and I've wanted to have him on here for a while because I think there are a lot of people that can relate to his testimony, and if by telling his story, and if he could even just help one person or encourage one person, it would have been worth it. So thank you so much, Luke, for being on the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me. Um, I'm smiling a little bit and uh, maybe chuckle every now and then just because it's kind of interesting having a more formal conversation with my sister. <laughs> but uh, I'm thankful to be here, and I just hope and pray that this testimony will be God glorifying and just encouraging to those who listen to it. Um, anyways. Amen. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and it's, I almost didn't share this because I was like, well, they can't see, people can't see us. They're just hearing us. But I guess just a joke to break the ice is <laughs> when, when all during growing up and especially during basketball, people always asked us if we were twins all the time. <laughs> and we were like, no, no, we get, we got tired of people asking us all the time. So we decided to start saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we had so many people better. on my AAU team that thought we were twins for the longest time. And then I told them, we're not really twins. And they're like, <laughs> what? All these years later and thought we were twins. But that's just a little side story I just had to add. But we're going to go ahead and get started. And I'm just going to ask you the question, um, ask you to share your testimony with us. Absolutely. So um, it's funny that uh, I'm here sharing my testimony because I feel like testimonies the idea of testimonies play a pretty big part in my testimony, which I'll get into a little bit later. But um, I this testimony will probably be a l- bit different than the very kind of mind-blowing testimonies we've heard so far on this podcast. Um, but I guess I'll give a little background of myself. Most of you probably know me, but um, Scarlett's brother. We grew up in a Christian home. Our dad's a pastor. Uh, we had family devotions a lot. We had all, we were always at church. Um, and from a pretty early age, I'm not sure quite when I, I felt like I loved the Lord and I felt like I believed in God. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I would hear people's testimonies and I would hear just the amazing work that God would do in these people's lives and I felt like, well, that's not me. He hasn't done this amazing work in my life. I felt like this immediate uh, transformation of um, my soul. I haven't felt this um, just all of a sudden you go from being totally feeling like the worst person ever to feeling like the best person ever because Jesus saved you. I, I never, I didn't feel that and I wanted to feel that but I didn't know why I didn't feel that and so it was I wrestled with that for a long time because I felt like man I I want a testimony I want to have the testimony to share of the amazing work that God has done in my life but Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had that and so that was one reason that kind of I would say um prolonged um my public profession of faith in Jesus Christ and then the a couple other things was one I felt like 
uh, I wasn't good enough for the Lord, which is crazy, um, I will say, and I'll get into that more later, but I felt like I wasn't really good enough for the Lord, or I, I, sometimes I feel like, I guess, on a spiritual high, kind of, and then I would feel, um, the next day, I would just feel the guilt of sin, and just, mm-hmm. I was so sinful, and I just, um, I wasn't, I, I wasn't good enough, I didn't, you know, I felt, what I, a lot of times I felt like is, um, even though I knew I was a sinner, and I would be a sinner, um, whether I followed Jesus or not, I felt like I would have to sin less if I followed mm. Jesus. Um, and there would be, you know, if I, I would kind of feel like I'd try to test myself if I felt like I had been, uh, if I did love the Lord, then I would do better. And so I would kind of like wait and see and like, uh, well, I haven't really done better. So I guess I'm not really, um, I guess I'm not really, haven't been, um, the Lord just hasn't worked in my heart, heart yet. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, I would say the Lord really started to work in my heart probably about a year before, um, I made a, a profession of faith to Jesus Christ. And that was, um, in the, I was 18 years old when I did. So it was probably when I was about 17 years old, I felt like just uh, through various camps and sermons and um, just the goings of life, I felt like the Lord was just really working in me. I can remember a a few things specifically. Um, Throughout my whole life, I've had lots of family members and friends who have just asked me, like, Luke, do you love the Lord and or do you believe in the Lord? And I'd be like, yeah, I do. Um, And they they would kind of um, encourage me in that and and, in... encourage me to follow him and I was like yeah well I do but I just I don't I don't know I don't I, I haven't felt that just uh, transformation I guess um, um, and that was a big struggle for me but I can remember a couple of things and one of them was I was talking to a, a pastor one day and he he asked me he said do you believe in God and I said Yes, sir. And he was like, do you believe that Jesus came to save sinners? He died on the cross, rose again, um, is sitting at the right hand of God. And do you believe that he did that? Do you believe that he did that successfully? And I said, yes, sir, I do. And he said, so you believe? And I said, yes. And he said, so why have you not professed that you believe? And I said, well, it can't. I didn't say this, but I um, I just kind of took his words on we just kind of ended the conversation there. I'm not really sure what happened after that. Um, but that struck me because I was like, it's not really that simple, though. But it is. It is that simple. It's mm-hmm. the um, simplicity of Jesus Christ coming to save sinners and doing it and completing that work. And if you believe that, it's and if you feel a love for Jesus Christ, it's because he has loved you and he has given you, you know, the Bible is full of um, passages where it says um, he'll make you be able to hear or he'll make you be able to not hear. hear. Um, I'm just thinking of Pharaoh, you know, God worked in so many incredible ways in um, the story of Pharaoh and Moses. Um, and it's just like, Pharaoh, how come you can't see? Mm. Um, and it's because God just didn't want him to see. And so if you can see that, and if you be- truly do believe that um, Jesus came to earth to save sinners, that God created the heavens and the earth, 
that you are a sinner needing a great Savior. If you believe that and you feel love for the Lord, then um, one, I would just encourage you so much to pursue that. Yeah, because I mean, that's the gospel. That's that the gospel said. right there. Yeah. And um, it, it really is that simple. And so another thing that, so that kind of started, um, made me thinking a lot and kind of made me wrestle more um, just thinking of how, s- is it really that simple? And then I was driving another day in Georgia with my cousin, and we were driving down the road. I think we were going back from church or something, and he said, he just asked me what I thought about the Lord and um, what I believed, and we had, I said a few things, I think, but then he said, well, he told me the fair, uh, uh, the story of, um, oh, Philip and the eunuch. Sorry, I, I can't, I just went blank, but anyways, <laughs> he told me the story of Philip and the eunuch, and Philip and Eunuch were driving down the road, probably riding down the road, I guess I should say, on a little cart and horse <laughs> or donkey or something. And um, just like me and my cousin were, we were driving down the road, and uh, the eunuch was just talking to Philip, and he's saying, well, there's water right there. Why, I'm not, why am I not baptized? Why don't I just mm-hmm. go get baptized right now? And Philip said, well, do you believe? And... He said, yeah. He said, all right, well, let's go. Mm. It's time to go get baptized, you know. It's yeah. time to um, make that commitment to follow the Lord. Yeah. And that really, he, he did a much better job of explaining it to me in a, in a much more in-depth way. But um, that really struck me because I'm just, all of a sudden, I went from thinking, man, this is so complex and it's just going to be um, the... I'm just going to feel this automatic transformation and it's a, a more complex like thing, but it's really just, yeah, you know, it's just, the Paul experience, yeah. But. And, but it really, it, it wasn't, it's, it's that simple. Yeah. That's the love of God. It's, it's very simple. And there are so many stories of just God's grace and amazing ways. And I meant to say this at the beginning, but I'll just say it now. My life really is a testament to the verse that says, um, where sin did abound, grace did much more Amen. abound. And that's, I feel that that's so much in my life. That's all of our life, oh, Christian, yeah. right. Mm. I really do feel that. Um, and so anyways, back to my story. I was just, I felt like the Lord was working on me, and I, I knew that he was working on me, but I didn't know how. And another thing that I struggled with, I felt like, well, if I'm going to be, if I really do love the Lord, then I'm going to get in His Word, and I'm going to I'm going to study His Word, and then I'm going to ha- I'm going I've got to know I got to know His Word to be able to follow His Word, and um, then I would get I would, couldn't get in the habit. I, I say I couldn't. I was too lazy to get in the habit, not diligent enough to get in the habit of reading my Bible every day. I did read my Bible some, and I go through spurts of reading it and then not reading it. And um, one, I would say, read your Bible. <laughs> uh, we're commanded to do that, and um, don't be diligent in that, but I, I just I confess I really wasn't, and I felt like well I can't you know I maybe it is that simple but I'm not knowledgeable enough to be able to follow um, the Lord because I, I'm not knowledgeable. But that I tell you that is a of little concern. Mm-hmm. You don't have you you follow the Lord and you do the best you can. We're gonna mess up and you. You don't have to know more than the simplicity of mm. the gospel of what uh, was said. That Say that again. Like, you do not have to know more 
in the gospel yeah, and you, you will grow as a Christian. Like it talks about in the Bible. I know I kind of stole your thunder. No, that just ahead. reminded me of a verse. I do not remember if it's in Peter or Timothy or something like that, but it's in the New Testament. And it talks about um, as sincere babes desiring the, um, or it may say, I think it's that, um, desiring the milk of the word. And it's just talking about that we have, you know, you, you're not going to be all of a sudden a scholar once you are quote unquote saved or baptized or whatever. Um, you may start out as an immature Christian, but don't let that stop you from following the Lord. That is the first step and you will mature as you grow with Christ. But anyways, go ahead. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, just again, repeating what she said, it's not, you don't have to be uh, super knowledgeable. It it really is as simple as I poorly stated it before. Mm. Um, and that, uh, the yeah, like I said, the Lord was just kind of slowly working on me, just kind of breaking down slowly barriers in my heart wow. at a time. I love um, how you said the barriers because you had you had a lot of excuses. Like you said, okay, first I'm not knowledgeable enough. Okay, then I'm not good enough. Then you know I don't. I need to know all this stuff before I do it. You know, um, the Lord knows how to break down those barriers, and it was through. I just want to point out too that it was through people in your life so maybe you can be a person now or you know i'm talking to luke but whoever out there you could be a person to speak truth into somebody's life who maybe has up those walls and barriers in in their lives as well um but and i also just wanted to say you said you you said you had you know you said you had poorly stated it or it was a simplicity but the simplicity of the gospel is it's so simple but isn't it so profound too Mm -hmm. that simple statement that jesus christ came to the world to save sinners if you believe that if you believe that he created the world if you believe that he successfully well died and was raised and if you believe that was for you that is the gospel and if you believe that that is your call you don't like he said you don't need to know everything or have all the answers up front that is the call and that is the call to obey yeah absolutely and yeah so um I'm, I'm having to try to focus and stay on track because Sorry, as, as people know, no, 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 it's great. But just as people know me and Scarlett, we like to talk a lot and tell stories, and, uh, oh, yeah. et cetera. But yeah, so I felt like the Lord was just breaking down these barriers slowly, one at a time. Um, it, it, it went from being a, such a complex subject to such a simple subject. And then it went from um, having to be maybe more knowledge to knowing nothing almost, um, and then another thing was actually funny enough uh it was testimonies i was like well what you know what what would my testimony be you know i haven't felt this um just just this incredible miraculous work in my life whether it be um god saving me from something terrible or just i you know i was at a camp one time and um i could just literally see a physical transformation of some in somebody's mm-hmm. heart um wow. just by their just the, their emotion, the look on their face. I can't describe it in any other way than the Holy Spirit working in their life. And so having seen that and having heard that by so many different people, um, I was like, well, what, what would my testimony be? I don't have a, I don't have a testimony. Um, but um, so that, that was a big struggle for me. I was like, well, you know, I'm hearing all these good things, but I'm going to sound like an idiot if I get up before my church and profess to them that, that nothing has happened to me. <laughs> That's what I felt like. You know, I get up there and I profess that, you know, I might say some good things, but they're just going to see me and they're going to not have seen something crazy happen or just mm. a, a miraculous work in my life. And it's just going to be um, 
just me standing there looking like a fool. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's crazy that I would even think about that now because, um, really that was just my own pride mm-hmm. and, uh, pride can be so destructive in so many ways. And, yeah. um, uh, the Bible says a lot about pride and that really was just my pride of how I would look. And, um, there's so many verses that talk about how evil pride is and how, um, God honoring humility and humbleness is the fact that Jesus came to the earth um, is humbling. The fact that he lowered himself into a um, a platform that we are kind of on, not that we were on the same level as him, but kind of that he was, he came to our level almost. And then the fact that he took on our sins, he humbled himself. The fact that he um, was the one up on the cross and not, all of those that he took on the pain for is such a he he was the essence of humbleness and um and that's not that's my pride was in the way and so i felt like the lord just really kind of was slowly breaking down that barrier yeah um and anyways it's kind of funny my like i said before i had several people encouraging me constantly and um one of those people was uh, that would on a consistent basis text me or just ask me or kind of just in a, in kind of a weird way I would say encourage me to follow after the Lord and to profess um, my faith to Him because I I really do think He kind of saw the Lord working in me um, even though I didn't I felt like I I didn't have that uh, transformation I guess I keep using that word but I didn't have that automatic change that I or miraculous work but I. And so I felt like nobody would see any kind of change in me, and so they wouldn't maybe believe my. Te- I felt like I didn't have a testimony, but I re- yeah. I think he really did kind of see um, the Lord working in me, yeah. even though I didn't even see it. Um, but he would constantly text me every couple of weeks, and he'd like be like, you know, it's a good day to follow the Lord, or it's a good. Sunday to bring extra cl- clothes to church and mm-hmm. get baptized in or something, you know. And, and he just did it in um, funny little ways. Um, I used to work for a company that he managed, and so sometimes more than I come into work, and he's like, "Man, it's a good day to serve the Lord." Um, and and a lot of little things like that was very encouraging to me. I love that. And he he probably doesn't even know how encouraging that was to me. Um, but anyways, so moving on to. Uh, with my testimony, uh, the Lord kind of slowly was breaking down these barriers, but I still didn't feel um, like I felt like I was I was getting close. I felt like you know I'm, I'm I'm getting there. The Lord's working in me. I could feel it, but I don't think I'm all the way there yet. Well, one time I just gonna interrupt this story. One time I started to kind of ask you about it because I I do feel like I began to see that a little bit, and you said talk to me next month. And I was like, okay. And then the next month came around, I was like, well, I don't know whether to bring this up again. But it was actually pretty, it was still soon after that, but it was a little bit longer than the next month. It was funny because I do feel like he was getting close. You're like, talk to me next month. And then the next month came around and it was soon after that, but yeah. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. It, that is pretty funny that you bring that up because I do remember that. But um, yeah, I just felt like the Lord was slowly working on me. But um, another thing I felt like, if you know if if i didn't really have the best testimony then you know i felt like i was gonna have a very planned out i'm a pretty um 
planned out person I try to engineer, be. Engineer, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, which is funny. I can kind of go with the flow of things, but I, you know, certain things I, I want planned out and I want to, you like know, organize yeah, and organize stuff. and um, kind of in a laid out way. And so, you know, I felt like I would want um, the people there that I, um, like, yeah, I would want to invite friends to, um hear me give my testimony i would want to uh just invite other family too that maybe were um in the area ish and come come and hear that um because of what the lord has done in my heart and i felt that he was working in me and i felt like well you know i think i feel like soon's coming um but i felt like i was kind of gonna have it planned out and it was funny the lord was just really had put this put it on my heart that I'd like Luke this is ridiculous like you just need to you 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 know that I love you and um and I could feel that I knew the only way I could love him is because he would first love me and I knew that I believed in him and I knew that Jesus came and he did a perfect work and it's funny how I would I wanted to be good enough because I could never be good enough like I said where sin did abound grace did much more abound it wasn't that I would uh, that I could stop sinning is that his grace completely covered my sin debt and um, I just uh, it was on, on a weekend and I just I really felt that working in my mind and my heart and I was wrestling with it and actually the night uh, well, Saturday night I kind of took me a little while to fall asleep because I was just um, re- wrestling with those thoughts and I uh, talked to uh, my best friend at the time and he was driving he was supposed to be driving that Sunday morning his brother to Arkansas. His brother's actually a preacher too. Um, and so I knew he was going to Arkansas. And so I knew he wasn't going to be at church that day. And I was like, well, like, well, I really do feel like I'm ready to do this now, but I just don't feel like uh, it's you not planned out. Like I said, I wanted it planned out. I want people to come and hear the, what the, the Lord has done for me. And he was going to be in Arkansas, and so I was like, well, I guess, you know, I feel like the Lord's working on me, but tomorrow's not the day. And I was like, maybe, I was like, next week, maybe next week. And I get up that next Sunday, well, actually, I woke up the next Sunday morning, and the following day, and I looked at my phone, and there was a text from my uncle, and it said something along the lines of like, uh, it's a good day to bring extra clothes to church, and that might not mean anything to anybody else, but it it, I knew what it meant um, to me, and I was kind of just smiled, and I was like, "Well, you know, I like kind of thought about that, but t- today's not the day." Mm. Um, and I go downstairs, and uh, my mom said something to me. I don't remember what it was, and then she told me that something about Davis. Oh yeah, that that Davis had just uh, was, your best friend. Yeah, my yeah. best friend was. Uh, coming back to church and he was going to be baptized that morning which was not a planned thing i was like no he's not i was like he was on his way to arkansas right now you're crazy and she was like um no you're wrong they're on their way back here and he's gonna uh share his testimony this morning and um he's gonna be baptized at church today and i was like what i just talked to him last night and so just from that moment all of a sudden i just uh i was like this is the time i know it Hmm. And, um, you know, it's it, it's funny that I say that because I felt like I would have this miraculous change. But it, even when I said I felt like 
you know, this is the time. It it wasn't like I was like, oh, I know this. Like this, the Lord has just been working on me, and I just mm. I know. It, even then, it was like a, well, if I'm not gonna do it now, I'm, I'm probably never gonna do it, and so I might as well go and do it. Kind of, it was mm. kind of in that mode. But I really did know that the Lord was working in me. Um, but it was kind of still like a there's something that was just made me hesitate. Um, even mm. though I didn't want that, it, it was still I didn't I still didn't feel good enough. I still didn't feel. Um, like it was the way I pictured it. I didn't feel like I had this testimony to give. Hmm. Um, but I did. I had the best testimony to give um, that day. Um, and my testimony is that I am a totally um, worthless sinner and that an amazing Savior came to earth to die for me and to raise again for me that I might have a hope mm-hmm. eternal and that there is nothing that I could ever do to be good enough. There is nothing that I could ever do to be um, worthy of that in any way. Mm. Um, but the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ is perfect and ha- did a perfect work. Amen. And that is the best testimony that I could give. And um, that's the best testimony that you could hear. And I'm not trying to say that to... Um, to my horn and to my horn in any way, but to 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 praise the Lord that He yeah. um, did such a mighty work in me. Because, like I said, this testimony is very different from those that you've heard of. All these crazy the one of last week of or the week before of Danny's was just absolutely incredible of yeah. the mirac- miraculous changes in his life. But I didn't I didn't necessarily have that. It was just these slow little changes, yeah. and it was the fact that the that the truth is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> no matter the, what circumstance or yeah. what person it is. Um, shoot. I, I started tearing up a little bit because I remember that day so well. I was, um, I remember a, not just me at all, but a lot of people were praying for Luke and for his best friend Davis for a really long time. Mm. And, um, I remember just kind of losing hope every, I remember every service I'd pray right when, right when the sermon would be done and they would invite anybody to come up if, you know, if they wanted to follow the Lord. And I just, I just knew for years, I just felt, Lord, this is the day, like get Luke, get, get him up. You know, this is the day. And, um, it was such as, and every time I'd be disappointed, but I'm so glad, um, we were told to wait on the Lord. I'm so glad it wasn't on my timetable because when he came was the perfect moment you know, you had all these plans, but the we, we make our plans, but the Lord directs our steps. Mm-hmm. And he gets all of our plans out of the way. And you're like, this is not what I wanted. I wanted it, my grandmother or so-and-so to be here, you know, whatever. Um, but the Lord, his timing is perfect. And I just remember um, I, I was shocked. I had no idea what was going on when you got up. And I just remember just bawling my eyes out because I was so happy. And I wanted to read this verse because... Um, even though like I believed like Luke said that he had loved the, the Lord from a young age and we don't you know we don't believe that baptism is the act of saving you but it is the act of obedience and when we obey the Lord he frees us from another barrier another chain in our life when we obey him fully and Acts 2:28 says you have made me to know the ways of life you will make me full of joy with your countenance and that I was trying to look up verses today to kind of express what I see in Luke and I just see um the fullness of joy um, with not his countenance, with the Lord's countenance on him. And I saw that from the day that he made a public profession and got 
baptized. And I think I really do. Um, I'm amazed. Even when asking this, I knew a little bit about his testimony, but also randomly, not anything to do with him. I was studying about um, doing a little Bible study about. Um, but well, it's in 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 Mark in Mark chapter one, and it it talks about um, baptism, and it talks about the water not re- not that's not what saves us, but the water is re- represents the work of the Holy Spirit in us and fully immersing us, and um, then then right after that, which is amazing because you were we're talking a little bit about your your testimony and you know you making that public profession and getting baptized, and what Jesus says next is the time has come. The mm-hmm. kingdom is at hand. Like you, like you said that morning, you felt like God was telling you this is ridiculous. Like it's the time is now. Like you know, I love you. You, I know that you love me. The time has come. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel and be baptized. Mm-hmm. And that's the words of Jesus. And I just, I'm very thankful that it's not anything in me that God was kind of leading me to just be studying in Mark because I wasn't even thinking about that having to do with your story but it just connects so well and i love how that he works uh but i did want to ask you another question um because i do feel like i know i I know a lot of people who are i do believe are in similar circumstances you um as far as i think that they love the lord for a long time but maybe not you know what it may be a different barrier and but you know maybe not thinking that they're not good enough or they may have a different barrier you know I don't know or maybe a doubt I'm not sure what theirs would be but what is something that you um what something some wisdom that you'd like to share um that has maybe helped you or that you would wish you would have somebody had told you at the time yeah absolutely um and you know it's funny I some saying something that I wish somebody had told me at the time there was the same thing I could say many people told me. <laughs> and so sometimes it's just the constant reminder. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I've said several, several times where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. Yeah. Um, Amen. Uh, that Jesus' saving grace is amazing. Um, it's perfect. It's powerful. And um, what I would encourage anybody in is the time is now. Like Scott just read in that verse, it, it says in the Bible, the time is now. And when I said I woke up that morning, I just, or, and after I talked to my mom, I said, I felt like, well, th- this is it. This is the time. It w- it still wasn't like I had that amazing te- testimony or that mm. amazing just um, thing that I could, v- that I visualized seeing people have or just get up there. It's like I said, it's the, it's the best testimony of all. It's what yeah. all testimonies are made up of. And that is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what, it's funny, I was just talking to somebody earlier today that was saying, talking about testimonies, and he was trying to share his testimony with somebody, and he said, it's nothing to do with me. Yeah, You know, even in the, like you said, the truth is the truth. You know, we've had different people on here that have just been these, you know, like like Saul to Paul conversions completely, Mm -hmm. like you said, transformed. But... You know, I, I wrote this down because my dad has told me that, or our dad has told me this and so many, and told me this in so many different circumstances in my life. Just because your story doesn't look like somebody else's doesn't mean yours isn't good and doesn't mean yours isn't right and true. You know, yours may not look like everybody else's. I'm talking to Luke, but I'm also talking to, if this right. would apply to you, it, it, yours may not look like, you know, you think it should. Right. But if you truly believe what he's telling you about the gospel and about grace covering your sins, 
that is the simplicity and the beauty of the gospel. Right. Because you never will, you'll never be good enough. You'll never, um, y- you know, you you will, um, like it says in the Bible, you'll, you know, you'll, your fruits will show mm. um, what the Lord has done in you. But, you know, a lot of times you, I, I still mess up every day. I've, you know, sinned so many times today already. And, um, but, it, that does not matter because I don't matter. Yeah. What matters is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we cannot matter because it's not something that we'll do. It's not something that we'll ever be able to do. It's not um, our diligence or our consistency of reading the Bible. It's not of our um, good works of towards men. It's not of our um, anything that we've ever done. It's nothing. And so you can never be better. You... you um, because you can't ever be better than saved by Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, it says in, um, I believe it is, uh, Ephesians um, 1 verse 4, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, um, that we, well. Um, we should be holy and without Yeah, blame. that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, that yeah. Jesus saved us. and. It, it, you never will be any better than that because yeah. now you're holy and without blame before God. That's and so I was actually having a conversation just the other day with um, somebody. Um, actually, it was the Taylor and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's actually in here right now in the background. So um, shout but, out to Tay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I was having a conversation with her the other day. We were reading in um, Romans eight where it says, "Therefore, there is now no condemnation." And I heard somebody say one time of how it's not that um, we'll, we will be um, ever judged for the sins that we have committed because um, if we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ because yeah. it has completely wiped them away. It's not like they're still written there and scratched out. They are completely erased Amen. by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are totally holy and without blame. Yeah. Um, before him in in love, which it, which he is love, and um, uh, we are covered by that. And so, like I said, there's nothing you can never get better because if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you love him, it's because he first loved you. It's if you can if you feel that in any way, then um, he yeah. he has worked in your life and he has. Um, paid it all jesus has paid it all yeah like you said it's not about us being enough it's that like it says he is enough he covered all of our sins so his love his robe of righteousness is placed upon us um and then it says we are complete in him so we are nothing on our own but he places us upon us he is in us we are in him and we are complete yeah yeah and so that i'm kind of probably repeat myself and rambling but yeah no, like, it's so good like, said, like you said we need that reminder yeah. that's not just for you know i say if somebody's struggling in that same circumstances and wrestling but i need that i need that reminder because again it's a gospel um and then lastly i know you've shared a lot of verses so it's okay if you want to repeat one but is there a I, I call them life verses ones that you know you cling to in different stages of life um is there a life verse that has stuck with you or verses special to you in this season Right yeah, now. absolutely. Well, yeah, there's always continually new verses, but I would say, excuse me, um, one that has been consistent through um, 
I guess the a theme of my life is that Second um, Corinthians twelve verse nine and ten says, and he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my in. Uh, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. In reproaches, in, necess- in necessities, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And that really is the truth um, that um, when we are at our weakest, when we feel our lowest, that is when um, we're at our strongest because we are able to um, let God work and let mm-hmm. Him let Him take control. And because, like I said, we're, we're never going to be enough because He is enough he he covered it all amen that was such a wonderful verse to share um shoot i love i love that verse when you right when you said the the text i was excited you were sharing that one um and then i just want to end with a couple of verses that i wrote down i know we've kind of this one has more been I, I guess i would say this testimony has been more about the call of the gospel and um what i wrote down today is like luke said the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And you know, Amen. you think you may think, okay, well now I need to get you know, now I need to have my profession of faith. You know, now I need to follow Jesus. And then you follow him and every day is not perfect. We're not saying that every day will not be perfect because we live in a sinful world. But what we can be assured of is what it says in Psalm sixteen verse eleven. He will show you the path of life. In his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures that last forever. And that is in this world and in eternal life to come, like I said. So I just wanted those were on my heart, but is there anything in closing that you would like to say? Amen I'd just like to say amen to that and then also um well thank you for having me, but the last thing I'll say to anyone who chooses to listen and anyone that may be sh- struggling in some of the areas where I might have been struggling in is that um, don't wait. It, the time is now, as Scott read in, uh, what Jesus said. And, you know, if you're waiting for that special testimony, truly everyone's testimony is the exact same. And that is mm-hmm. the work of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen. And so you won't have that perf- you won't have that amazing testimony maybe, or maybe you will, I don't know. But um, the time is now, and he tells us that. And all of our testimonies are, are the same. And I, thinking about coming and giving my testimony um, for this, this is maybe like really the first time I've given my testimony um, in a long time. And I was thinking about how my testimony is changing every day. It yeah, really is. So um, my Your testimony is never done um, when you're converted. It's uh, a continual growth. The God is still working in my life in so many ways. Yeah. And my testimony is continuing to grow, and um, so, anyways, you might the, our testimonies are all the same, and your testimony won't be any different than anybody else's because it will all be the same that the that Jesus has done it all. That's so good. And one thing I love about that, and I'm promise I'm gonna be done. Y'all are probably like, gosh, she never shuts up. But um, one thing about that is that just resonates with me and um, just clicks with me because part of um, and, you know, sometimes it, I think, oh, that's kind of a cheesy name. Why did I choose that? But part of why I chose to call it On My Heart is because I felt like the testimonies that people share, even if I've never been through what they've gone through, I haven't gone specifically what's been through, but what is written on his heart is the same 
message that is written on my heart so I can connect, I can resonate um, with him in the same way. And so that just, again, um, like you said, all of our testimonies are the same. That's kind of the whole, I love that you shared this because that's kind of my whole, um, I don't, I'm trying to think of a word message, quote unquote, if you will, that we can all be encouraged by each other because it is all, this gospel is written on our hearts if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So like you said, like you said, the time is now, um, repent, believe the gospel and be baptized. Um, that is the message today. I'm so thankful for that. Luke, thank you so much for being on yes, today. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. Don't forget that a new episode comes out every other Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Anchor. You can also find me on Instagram at On My Heart Podcast. If you have any questions, thoughts, or need to find out more information, just DM me and I will get back with you as soon as possible. As always, I hope and pray that this encourages all of us and glorifies God. Thank you, and I love each of you.